0: Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy... Yes. What are we today? We are Tuesday today. Happy Tuesday morning to you. We're on a Tuesday, so we're on a Wealth Tuesday, on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I'm doing some research for my book, um, How to Create Wealth. From the moment I'm doing research on Sarah Blakely. She's the actual founder of Spanx. It's the ladies' hosiery apps. shape your shape your bum and shape your bottom half of you, if you like, <laughs> make it a all nice. And she founded the company back in 2000. It's now worth, it's over a billion dollar company now. And she started this all by herself on her own with a thought process and how she developed the business. She was working as a, as a door to door, actually, a fax saleswoman. Um, back in 93, she started up to 2000. So seven years, she was working selling fax machines door to door. And she said she knew she was a good saleswoman, but she just didn't like all the rejections permanently. No, getting thrown out of offices, having a business card ripped up in her face. Just a horrible way to do it, but she was earning some good money doing it. She thought this isn't what I want to be doing, so she actually thought, What can I actually do that I can sell to millions of people and that'll make them feel good? And she said, One night, she was going to a party and she put on like these sort of tights, but she said she didn't want to wear the the tights because they had their shoes in there, she had open toed shoes. So she cut the bottom off her tights. So she had the look, but then they kept riding up her leg all evening. So she thought to herself, right, this could be it, this could be what I need to develop. I need to do to make. So that's how Spanx came along. She cut these legs off these tights and then she actually put an elastic in the sort of the bottom part. So it shaped them a bit. And way to go, but then she had to actually promote it and develop the business. And she said she was she started off and was, um all this men's hosiery like tights and lunch and everything else was actually developed all by men back in those days. It was all that is a man-dominated industry. So she had to go to these men and explain them what she wanted to do. And she got turned down again and again and again. Everyone says that's a crazy idea, even her friends thought it's a crazy idea. She didn't actually tell her friends for a whole year. She didn't want them to sort of like put her off it. So she thought I'm gonna do this myself, I'm just going to get on with it, I'm going to produce it, I'm going to make it, and then I'll tell them what I'm doing, so she did, she actually got a prototype made, and then she also went to try and sell it, and she said, first of all, everyone again, everyone told her, no, there's no chance, no one's doing it, and said, her door-to-door salesmanship gave her the persistence to keep going, because she believed in herself, she thought, I'm going to get this product to work, I'm going to get it to go, so she actually um contacted the massive department store in America, I think it's Norman I don't know who they Norman, someone like that. That's a big company in America, I don't know them. And um she spoke to them and she spoke to the um director and they said and she said to her, I'm several players have developed this amazing new underwear garment that make call your your customer's happy. And they said, well, nobody, we they want to see you. She said, look, f- if I can fly to you, will you give me some time? She said, oh, OK. If you'll fly to me, where are you from? She's from Atlanta. And this was in Dallas, I think. She said, if you're going to fly to me, then I'll give you 15 minutes of my time. So Sarah flew over to her. She said, nervous as heck with the prototype package. And... Um, she, she's trying to explain this to her, the woman just couldn't, just couldn't get what she was saying. She said, look, come with me to the bathroom. So the woman looked a bit strange. She said, look, just come with me the bathroom. I'll show you what it is. So she showed her her, pant, her her clothes she was wearing without this on, and then she put it on and showed her it, and the woman said, I get it, I can see what this is going to do, and I'm going to give you a chance to go into seven stores, seven department stores, in around the cities in different parts of America, and see how this goes. So then Sarah thought, great, I've got to now and try and get sales now. She said, I've got the, the, the landed the order. But now I've got to get some sales with it. So she was actually phoning around to friends in these cities saying, look, if you go into this department store and buy this product you'll see on the shelf, this Spanx, I'll check, I'll send you a check to cover the cost of it. But I need some sales coming in to do it. So she started to do this and she started to use other systems as well where she actually promoted her own business, her own product, by actually going in the shop herself and selling it herself. Because she was such a good saleswoman, she knew what she had to do, and she sort of bent the rules a couple of times, putting the things on different places which she shouldn't really have done, but she got away with it, and the sales picked up, and she started to get things going. And she said then what she also did, she sent out um, a gift basket of this new Spanx which she got done to Oprah Winfrey as a free gift. So say this is what I'm doing, I hope you enjoy it. And she said she was running out of money because she couldn't keep buying all her own products from different people. And then Opera Winfrey, uh, the company, rang and said, look, we she's been trying your product. She's wearing it. She enjoys it. She'd like to interview you on the Opera Winfrey show. And she—and that was a big break. That got her noticed in the mainstream then because of a free gift she sent out. And then things developed and she grew it and grew it and grew it and and expanded it. But she'd been working so hard. And she said she still owns 100% of the company. But she said it was still, it was so hard just to, Keep going, keep going. And that's what you've got to do. Anything, if you want to create wealth in any line of your business, anything you want to do, it's the persistence, it's to continually believing in yourself, keep moving forward, deciding what you want to do, and then you do the action it takes. Perhaps you need to hire someone who's, You've got better skills with you in certain areas of your business. But it's you doing what you think you enjoy doing and what you believe in. You've got to believe in something yourself totally and then move yourself forward to where you want to go. And it's like Sarah Blakely. Now it's been... She's been doing it since... What's well, up? Straight 2022 now. So it's 22 years. And she's now a billionaire. She's a self-made billionaire. So it shows one idea just simply by... Uh, altering something that already exists, making a slight twist on it, but then making it better. She said when she first had an idea, she said she wanted to do something she could sell to millions of people that would make them feel good. And that was the basic core of it. So it shows you any idea that you think of, you can think, right, okay, what can I do that'll help other people, either make them feel good, improve a situation, solve a problem for them. That can be something you can develop yourself. You'll learn about it, develop it, and then move yourself forward. Yeah, just don't stop till you get there. Happy days. There we are. Have yourself a good one. All the best for that.